Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. And as you know, all month long, we are talking about the concept of leading with love and truly not only just embracing it, but really knowing that this can be a competitive advantage for all of us. And my guest today is going to have a lot of different ways that I know she can talk to this point. So Pat Alva Craker was born and raised in El Paso, Texas, which is a place I love. She now resides in Fort Worth, which is another place I love, um, especially to go dancing at Billy Bob's. So we might have to talk about that and deep fried, you know, uh, pickles and things like that. (laughs) Um, She lives with her loving husband of Mitch of three years and their dog, Dakota. Now, what's really amazing about Pat's background is that she's had some amazing things happen to her, some good and some not so good, but I know she's used them to to learn and grow as well. She had a 35-year career in the IT industry, and like many of us, had faced certain challenges that you know, change your life forever. Some we haven't all had, but many that are listening, I know have uh, have had this first one. She was let go from a major technology company. But then she also lost her husband of 22 years who suddenly passed away. And their 200 acre exotic animal ranch had to close its door. She's also a breast cancer thriver. And so there's a lot of different elements of her life that have really challenged her, but I know that she's looking at the other end of this. So she's also created her own journey to elation, which I love. And along the way, she realized she can inspire other women to go on their own feminine power and create a successful lifestyle. She's also the number one best-selling book author from Catherine's Quest, One Woman's Journey to Elation. And with all those things, I know that we're going to have a lot to talk about. So first of all, Pat, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Michael. It's a pleasure. And I love your your topic for the month of leading mm-hmm. with love. And just it's an it's an inspiring topic. And if we if they take just nuggets of every single conversation that you that you've had throughout the entire month, there will definitely be a transformation on the planet. I'll tell you, you know, it has been, I always feel like it's such a joy for me to, to interview people. And I remember at one point in time with my podcast, you know, it was really about, okay, why am I using the podcast? Like you, I'm a speaker and a trainer. So I figured, oh, you know, you have a podcast, you get to know people, they can listen to you. But what I found along the way, now that I'm going into the fourth, you know, season of this is that my opportunity to learn from other people is so phenomenal through this medium. Like I get to take all of your guys' expertise and I get to just get the, you know, the most rich nuggets. And it's, this has been a real joy. I'm really glad I, I have this topic. I think we'll probably keep it as the standard February topic. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's perfect. Exactly. So I gave some highlights, but I know, I think that only you can tell us, you know, really best about you, your business and how you help people to shock their potential. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Well, as you said, uh, I'm an author and a speaker and a trainer. And I, 
I want to talk about the book, Catherine's Quest, because this book is uh, all about self-leadership. And as you said, I've, I've had three major challenges in my life that have really uh, positioned me in, um, in a way to be able to help a lot of women. And I've taken a flavor of my experiences and put them in here. And what I want to share of the experiences is that starting with breast cancer, you know, there's no other wake, a bigger wake up call for me at that mm -hmm. point in time in my 40s than uh, having uh, learned that I had breast cancer. And I come from a family of breast cancer survivors and ovarian cancer. So there's a history. And it is frightening when you know that there's a history and that somewhere there's a possibility. And right. uh, I actually found the lump myself when, uh, during the self examination. Just really took uh, really acted quickly to uh, take care of myself. And I went down the traditional path, Michael, of doing the chemo and uh, the radiation. And I also took the responsibility of healing myself. Mm. And in healing myself, I learned that one of the main one of the main reasons of why women get breast cancer is that we're overgiving. Mm. And we we give from an empty cup. And at some point, the cup goes empty, and we realize that we have not practiced self-love mm -hmm. in the form of self-care. Right. And so I said, okay, what do I need to learn from this lesson? This is part of my journey, obviously, for a reason. And how do I embrace this situation to have me come out on the other end a better person? And so I started learning. Uh, I practiced meditation. I worked with energy workers. I actually became a Reiki healer and learned aromatherapy through the process because I was determined that I was going to heal myself mm. and started, um, you know, really it came to the forefront that my, my self love just wasn't there that I, I was loving everybody else and pouring into everybody else. And I said, okay, so what would it look like if I did practice self love and self care? What would my career look like? What would my friendships and my relationships look like if I practiced mm -hmm. self love? And I made different decisions in my career. I was traveling 80% uh, of the time and helping my husband run the exotic animal ranch. And uh, I knew that I needed to take a different route, that I had to have a career that I really enjoyed and that allowed me to really enjoy the rest of my life because I was spending so much time away. Yes. And, yeah. So it was a journey. And from that process, I really turned within and learned a lot of spiritual practices. And I started documenting all the practices that I did, all the things that I did that helped me. And I just started creating this list. And uh, the, many of the lessons that I learned are in this book mm. because it's about self-leadership. And 26 years later, here I am uh, enjoying life and <laughs> really making a difference. And, uh, and so the, the, the next challenge that uh, came around was being laid off. I was of the generation, um, Michael, that when you went with a, when you started with a company, you stayed with the company for the rest of your life. Yes. Yep. Not many people know that anymore. Not anymore. And, and you know, you go and you, you get the clock and you get the watch and you're just with them for 35 plus years. And you just know that that's what your life is going to look like from a career perspective. 
So when I uh, got laid off, it was it was a shock, and I never imagined that I uh, that vision of just staying with the one with the one company was a shock to me. And I was fortunate enough to find a job uh, within two weeks. I was it was you know just like that, and I was very fortunate. And I'm uh, out of self love. I will tell you that I took a job that didn't require any more travel. Mm-hmm. That I only worked uh, four days a week, and I was off on Fridays, and I got my life back. Mm, and yes. I got my life back, and it was amazing um, when you start taking a look at what is going to be in my best interest. What, what what would be my ideal life going forward? What would my ideal career that aligns with who I am and that honors the kind of life I want to live? And uh, part of that is loving the parts of yourself that that uh, really make you shine and that you love to do so that you choose a career that aligns with that. Yeah. And um, I think that's so important thinking about, you know, really stepping back. And a lot of times people that I talk to, you know, are, are reaching those burnout points. And mm-hmm. so where we operate from burnout is, is usually um, like fight or flight mode. And it's usually, you know, this uh, high levels of stress. And when you haven't, you know, when you are then also forced, not by your own choice, but by other circumstances to change dramatically a job loss, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a, a pandemic, you know, when yeah. things change around you and you don't feel like you changed them, then there's other stress. But, you know, your message here, especially about going through um, breast cancer and not just taking traditional me- medicine, but taking control of other areas of your life, mm-hmm. that's really about empowerment, isn't it? It's really about saying, I'm going to choose. I know there's still going to be things that happen to me that I don't want, mm-hmm. but I'm going to choose as much as I possibly can. Exactly. And the thing is that we're always a choice, right? We Mm -hmm. look at every situation that's happening, even today when it's so chaotic, we can either take a look at, oh, woe is me, you know, what am I going to do now? I'm a victim of the circumstance. Or we're going to say, you know, I get to choose how I live, live my life now. And yes, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to pivot. And I'm going to pivot in the way that lifts me up and empowers me and is in more in alignment. Uh, Because this pandemic has caused us to, if you will, um, I, I see it as a divine conspiracy. Mm. It's causing <laughs> us to go within, right? What's the yeah. message that we get on, on media? Stay inside, stay inside, go inside. And I just, this is an example of either you, you know, listen to what they say and you freak out and you're in fear or you go inside. Yeah. You go inside and you start connecting with yourself. Yeah. And so when you, so when you work with your clients, um, Mm -hmm. you know, what are, what are some of the initial things that, you know, that, that they say, okay, either this is great or they go, Hey, hey, wait a minute, I'm not ready to open all those cupboard doors yet into my psyche, you know, Mm -hmm. helping other people make this transition is, I mean, obviously if they come to you, they, they want help and they want Mm -hmm. some guidance, but there's also got to be a lot of fear in that. Yes, there is because change. uh, People don't change because they're afraid of what's on the other side. (laughs) (laughs) They're afraid with the other side, and one of the things that I help them uh, do is get really clear on what it is they want in their lives. Mm -hmm. Because once a person is clear with what they want out of their life, their their marriage, their family, the community. 
how they want to show up, how they want to feel every day. Once they're clear with that, then you can start helping them put that plan together to get to where they want. Now, are they still scared? And some, a lot of them are scared. And, and then we talk about courage, you know, because it starts with courage and then we build into confidence and then they start taking little baby steps. And one of the tools that I use with the clients to shock their potential, if you will, is I use a tool called human design. Mm. And the, the tool called is human design uh, is pretty much a user's guide or your blueprint to who you are and how you're made up and, and how you think and how you make decisions and how you interact with people. And it, it has, uh, it teaches you a lot about how you best grow your business that aligns with who you are. And there's a lot of ahas that happen when I go through the human design because women will say, okay, now I understand why I always feel like I'm comparing myself or now I understand why I'm always having to prove myself. Now I understand why I'm always in a hurry. Now I understand. And when they have that aha moment, they uh, give themselves permission to be who they are and then work from that space forward. And it is really, you can just see the change and the potential and the growth of the business just escalates because now they understand themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes so much sense too, because mm -hmm. when you are, especially when you are in a stressful time in your life, mm -hmm. and I mean, I don't know if times aren't stressful in anybody's life. It just depends on what time you are and what the stress levels are. Mm -hmm. But when you are in a lot of stress, it's really hard to look at yourself clearly because so many times you're in protection mode, you might be in denial, um, you know, so there's a sense of, you know, you don't want to stay in that, but you don't know where to go. Yeah, you because, know you're yeah, you're not afraid of what's on the other side. You just don't know how to not make it worse where you are at the moment. And so taking those steps and recognizing yourself in the process, it's got to feel very empowering to people to say, okay, now I know, now I can take one step. Now I know this, now I can take another step. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it's so true. And, you know, I, I when I work with them, I, I tell them, I said, you're embrace the journey that you're on. You know, this, you're, you're exactly where you need to be. Yeah. And just absolutely. accept that you're here exactly that you need to be. And, um, and then go from there because so many of the times we don't want to embrace where we're at. You say, well, I, you know, I wish, you know, I should be further along in my business, which is a common one. I should be further along in my business. You know, I should be making more money. I should be this. I should be, you know, and there's this, this denial of it, um, not being, not accepting where they are. And I said, well, why don't we start with accepting where you are and love yourself, mm -hmm. that you're exactly where you need to be and love that aspect of yourself and that, and that place that you're in. So that we can grow from love, not from fear, because when you're making decisions from fear, they don't work out. They're not in alignment with who you are and they and they set your they set you back and uh, you're not making decisions from your heart, mm -hmm. you're making decisions from your head, your ego. And um, the thing that that I teach is that when you go within and you make decisions from your heart and you start trusting your gut then you're going to be in a better place because having worked with in the IT industries uh, for 35 years, IT doesn't value self-love. They don't value intuition. 
And so when you go in with that perspective, you've been, you know that you trust your gut and you go in and you try to do business that way, um, you know, you lose credibility. You don't value uh, numbers and business cases and requirements. And so you make so many of your decisions from the left-hand side and you ignore the internal part, the love part, the heart part, and the intuition. And so what I do is I say, we're going to integrate those. You're really good at the analytical and you've got that down pat. So let me bring in, let's go bring in the, the intuition and let's bring in the heart and let's grow your business by integrating these two elements of who you are. I love it. And I love the line, grow from love, not from fear, which will be great to tie us into the next question. We're going to take a very quick break and hear from our sponsor this month, and then we'll get right back into it. Are you tired of the time and expense of going to the salon for a mani-pedi? If so, Color Street is your answer. Base, color, and top coats are blended together in an incredible polished strip that you apply yourself. The result? A brilliant salon quality manicure in just minutes with no dry time, smudges, or streaks. These strips are 100% real nail polish, not stickers. They're flexible, can be gently stretched for a perfect fit, and last up to 10 days. I've been using them for months now and love the amazing selection of colors and styles, along with the ability to create my own unique manicure by mixing and matching. Shop today and support our sponsor, Betsy Roberts, by ordering at colorstreet.com backslash BH Roberts backslash party backslash 2095611. Again, that's colorstreet.com backslash BH Roberts backslash party backslash 2095611. Or simply click the link in our show notes. So Pat, this is fascinating. I'm loving this. Um, and I especially love, like I said, right before we went to break, you know, this grow from love, not from fear. And I think that that's really important, you know, for our topic for the month, which is also lead with love, because mm -hmm. my belief is when we lead with love, we do, we make better decisions in our professional lives. We make yeah. better decisions in our personal lives. And frankly, we can treat ourselves better in the process. So all month long, I've asked my guests to share their ideas, their tips and strategies for helping us all learn to live and lead with love. So, you know, what are your thoughts on the subject? Leading with love for me shows up this way. And this is how it shows up in my life is that you accept others where they're at. Mm. When you lead with love, you accept others where they're at and in their journey, knowing that all their behaviors that you see are all built on their filters, their experiences, the way they grew up, the beliefs, and everybody is different. So if we have the compassion to see that everybody's on a different journey, a different level of vibration, then we are able to lead with love because we're not judging them. Yeah. Yeah, we're not judging people when we do that. And when you lead with love, you lift people up. You're not putting them down, right? And even if you come across, you want to have a conversation, you're, you're lifting them up. Because it's when we all grow and evolve that we become a, a better, uh, we become better humans, right? Yeah. And love is the best way to start creating that change in people by you know, lifting people up, accepting people where they're at, and having the compassion 
with everyone that we meet. I was having a conversation with somebody the other day and we were talking about, you know, the statement that, you know, you are the, you know, the average of the five people you yeah. spend the most time with. Yes. And so we were talking about this first from a perspective of, you know, we'll clean some of them out, you know, like some of them are not, mm -hmm. some of them are not the people you want in your circle. But afterward, I was thinking about how, like, as a leader, when I've led teams, you know, that just, you sometimes you can't, you're, you're just not going to, you know, get rid of people on your team, no. Oh, no. because they're not, you know, exactly what you want them to be. And that's your job as a leader is to develop them and help them look in the mirror and raise them up. And it yeah. really got me thinking, I love the way you put this, this, it really got me thinking about, um, you know, our responsibility to try and make people better around us, yes. not, not make people, but help them to get better, create the environment for them mm -hmm. to, to excel, you know, give them, have honest discussions that aren't punitive, but that are, you know, true. So, you know, if you've got somebody that, that, you know, has great potential, and they're going to take a little longer to develop, mm -hmm. then don't we owe it to them to develop them? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody, everybody will evolve in a totally different way. And, mm -hmm. you know, for me, if I start with assignments and I give them an assignment and I see where they are with that level of assignment and the complexity of the assignment. And if, if it seems to be too big, then I change the level of assignment, level of assignment until I'm assigning work and giving them work that aligns with where they're at. And I have the patience to show, to know, okay, this is where they're at. Next time we work, I'm going to challenge them a little more. And then I'm going to challenge them a little more. And then I just gauge their level of growth and confidence in themselves. And I never give up on them. Yeah. Loving somebody means you never give up on them. That is true. That is true. And, and I think sometimes we don't use this concept enough in the work environment mm -hmm. and realize that you know, I love how you shared. I'm really glad you shared that talking about the IT world, not valuing intuition yeah. and, and not valuing, you know, maybe some different thought processes. And, and I've seen that because I think a lot of times, you know, there's a, a mind, um, you know, I don't want to say mindset, but just a different way of thinking in the IT world that doesn't work in my brain. I couldn't do it. Okay. Nobody would be able to stand me in that kind of environment. I'd make them crazy. Um, but at the same time, I need more uh, people around me that can help me understand, you know, a little bit more of an IT mindset, you know, that, that there's differences in all of us. And, and I think in order to have the patience to bring that out in the workplace, you have to be able to, you know, step back and have that loving approach to things and say, okay, maybe that's not my forte. Maybe that's not even my interest. Mm -hmm. um, but there's part of that I need to know from that person and I need to respect where they are and who they are. And that's love. I mean, that is a loving way to, to interact on a professional level. You may not say, Hey, I love you, Pat. <laughs> you can say, Hey, Pat, help me to understand. I know this project you're working on is very important to you, but I don't get it. It's not in my, you know, it's, it, it's not in my realm. Let's talk about it so that we can meet your needs and my needs. And that's I think, a lot more loving approach oh, yeah. than saying, you know, open doors, close doors kind of things. Yes. I totally agree with that. I totally agree. And I think the culture is uh, slowly uh, changing. Mm -hmm. And I, I see, you know, with women, uh, I believe that the women are really going to, are going to be the, the world changers in, uh, in our planet. And I think another part of love 
is being vulnerable. Mm, yes. Because somebody in corporate wants you to check your heart at the door, and I'm saying don't check it. Yeah. Bring your heart in and bring your heart in everything that you do. And when when once your uh, your team starts seeing that you're leading with love and you're not checking your heart at the door, uh, then they're going to start being more vulnerable. They're going to be more honest. They're going to create a more loving environment. And that will really go a long way to make Well, strangely enough, the more vulnerable you are, the more trustworthy you become. Yeah. It's an advantage. Yeah, I I agree. And I know that, you know, I look back at my career and there were times when I was really all business and sometimes, you know, there were other times that I was trying to find that balance. One thing that I really think is interesting about the whole last year of, you know, a pandemic and having so many people work from home is I think that we have begun, first, I think we might've gone too far into personal lives, you know, for reasons we couldn't help it. You know, if dogs and kids are running around, you know, there's only so much reality you can, you know, close off in some cases. But then I think we've, we're coming back to a balance. We know that a lot of jobs will be remote now from now on. We can do it. We don't have to have large corporate office buildings all the time. Um, and I think there's a real opportunity there for us to be a little bit more human, to be a little bit more loving and understanding, but still do it in a professional way. I think we get to write the book on this brand new. And uh, that's, yeah, I think it's, it's just a great opportunity that also gets back to self-care, like how we balance our days when, you know, you and I know that we've worked from home for a long time, you know, our home-based yes. business. Yes. It can be really easy to work yourself to death. It is. And that's one of the first questions that uh, I asked my, one of the first things that we have, other than human design, having them understand who they are, I ask, we go, I ask them two questions. Tell me what you do the first hour of your morning. Mm-hmm. What is your morning routine? I want to know what you're doing in regards to yourself to set your day off. And then I ask them, so you work from home. So tell me your working hours and do you honor them? You have time and financial freedom. Are you honoring your work hours? And mm. a lot of women don't. And they yep. burn the candle on both ends and they're more exhausted. And, you know, they say, I didn't think I didn't think it was going to be this way. I thought it was going to be, you know, I was going to have all this time. And I'm like, it, it's possible. You just have to put some self-care into your boundaries. And when you set your boundaries, love yourself enough to keep them. Yeah, I agree. That's one I th great advice, Pat. Um, and I think you have plenty of advice. I think it, it's it's uh, it's really exciting to look at it from this perspective. And I know we'll have all of your contact information on our yeah. show notes. But just yeah. in case somebody's like, Pat's the woman for me, I need her, and they want to look you up right now, what's the best way for them to find you? So they can go to Majestic Group, MajesticCoachingGroup.com, MajesticCoachingGroup.com, and You'll learn about me there. You also, for your listeners, I, I'm giving a free chapter of the Catherine's Quest. So they can go to MajesticCoachingGroup.com and tap on the, uh, click on the Catherine's uh, Quest tab and you can download the book for free. Uh, I also allow, uh, I also have the opportunity to sit down and have a conversation, uh, half an hour conversation for free, uh, just to get to know each other and understand what your next best step is. So yes, and I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram under Pat Albuquerque or Majestic Coaching Group. Excellent. We'll have all those links for it. Um, so before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Yes, I do. Um, first of all, 
I ask you to embrace your journey, embrace the journey that you're on and the lessons that, that come through, you're here to learn specific lessons and those lessons come through easy things and sometimes they come through hard things. And the way that you'll get the lesson is, is if you stay present. If you stay present every day, then whatever situation comes up, you have the opportunity to ask yourself, what, what was I supposed to learn from this? Mm -hmm. And how am I gonna incorporate that lesson? And also that you have the option of living your day through intention. And, it, and it's a choice to live your day through intention. And what is it that you, how do you want to feel? How do you want to show up? What, what, what is the end result of this particular event or meeting? And you get to set that intention. And you get to set how you feel every day. You're always at choice. I love it. I love it. Embrace your journey. I think that'll be the name of your episode. <laughs> Great. Pat, thank you so much for being a guest today. I have thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. I look forward to staying connected. Thank you so much, Michael. I appreciate you. And I love the, I love the mission that you're on. That's a good Thank one. you very much. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees and sales mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app, on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.